I really want to talk about this Henry Cavill WB Superman situation. It's, I woke up the other day, I think it was, what was it, Wednesday, and uh, I got this, all these tweets and all these uh, different news stories about Cavill out as Superman, and I'm just like, what? Come on, like, are you serious? And then, of course, the more I looked into it, the more I realized this wasn't, like, 100% true, it wasn't confirmed, but as the day went on and you listen to you know analysts talk about like people at collider you know listen to kind of to hear them talk about it henry cavill is an incredible superman and he deserves a better a better treatment of his character you know because superman is my favorite character my favorite comic book character henry cavill is slowly becoming my favorite actor like of today like of this generation new actors coming onto the scene and i'm really i'm really excited to see what could possibly happen with this guy's career? What's sad though is I feel like it's it's only gonna start as Superman, but then it's gonna it's gonna blossom into something really great, and I think that's what's what's really cool about this. But you know he's Superman, like you know that's how he, you know he that's how he became known is is by playing this character, and yet his character has gotten some of the worst treatment of. Superman that we've gotten to date. I mean, we just while we saw the Dark Knight, you know, and uh, that that trilogy, and the whole all the Avengers what they're doing through the MCU. So the thing is, WB is trying to do is copy it, but the problem is they're copying it incorrectly. You know, they're they're taking the wrong elements and they're taking it in in the wrong order, and I think that's their problem. I think that's what they're missing out on is. Uh, a Kevin Feige from you know from Marvel, like someone like that, to kind of steer the ship. Because right now, they're talking about oh, let's develop Supergirl and let's develop Batgirl and let's develop Gotham City Sirens and a standalone Joker movie and a Joker in uh, a Harley Quinn movie and a New Gods movie and Suicide Squad two. Who wants Suicide Squad two? I don't want Suicide Squad two. I don't know anybody that wants Suicide Squad two, but yet everybody wants Man of Steel two. Maybe not everybody, but, you know, when you look online, there's a massive outcry for Man of Steel 2 with Henry Cavill because this guy is a great Superman, probably the best Superman. I mean, no no hard, you know, no hard feelings and nothing against Christopher Reeves' Superman. I mean, that's what inspired, you know, everybody. You know, it's inspired Henry Cavill probably to become Superman, you know, that, that performance. But, you know, as time goes on, you got to kind of age – it kind of ages a little bit. I mean, you're not going to see the the Adam West Batman in any of these newer serious movies. There's no way. And so it's it's kind of the same with Superman. You kind of have to evolve his character and keep his morals. Um, you know, so the whole Zod snapped neck thing. That's funny because I actually uh, there was something I was reading about the other day that made me think about it about how it came full circle with he had to make a choice with his father with the tornado. Remember when the tornado comes and he, you know, Jonathan Kent, Kevin Costner puts his hand up. He's like, don't, don't do it. Don't save me. You know, don't use your powers to like save me right here. And in that, in that one moment with Zod, he had to choose between, do I protect my secret and let these people die and not kill and all this stuff? Or do I just end this? really quickly and and do what I can with my powers to save the day. You know, even if it's going to make me feel like I'm 
killing my past, you know, because essentially it was like that was he was holding on literally to the last part of Krypton, the last part of his home world. And so there was not only the that part, but there was also the part, you know, about him, you know, not really being sure, you know, what to do in that situation. And it's like, well, obviously, I need to kill this guy because he's terraforming the Earth and he's, you know, doesn't want anything to do with keeping earth the way it is you know and so i in that sense he's like he's having a huge debate about the fact that he needs to to kill this guy or let the world you know he needs to kill the guy that that's essentially his past and a metaphor kind of for his you know his home home planet and all this stuff so that whole jonathan kent you know tornado scene it kind of comes full circle with the zod snap neck part because i feel like during that part he has to make a tough choice. He at the beginning of the movie he doesn't act. You remember, and that's why when he first you know meets Lois in, in the the graveyard area, and he's talking about how that moment he didn't act, and that was a reason why his father died, and that was something he's always regretted. And so in that moment with Zod, I mean, yeah, he's got to think, oh, well, this is my home world. You know, if I kill him, this is the end. This is it for like all of my people and. I don't want to kill him and I don't want to do all this. But then there's that part of him that's like, but I have to do this because I cannot let innocent people that I care about die because I'm just like have to stand by my morals. And I think that's what's so cool about this part of Superman. As much as people don't like, you know, Batman killing and Superman, you know, in this case, killing, he killed an alien who was trying to kill the world. It's not like he just went up to some thugs and just like snap their necks you know what i mean like to to me that's just that argument about superman oh he's a killer no he's not he's he was saving people you know it's like i don't know to me that's just it's never held up for me i can understand people maybe being mad about in batman v superman batman's killing people and stabbing people in the heart and stuff and you know just really violent aggressive you know but that's that's batman's character i mean what Batman's not this like high, you know, high morals like, you know, sitting around like, oh, I don't want to hurt people, Alfred. You know, he doesn't care. He just, he's just, that's just how that's how Batman is. He's not he's not like Superman in that sense, where he's a little more of a of a darker. I'll take take it into my own hands kind of thing. And Superman is kind of a well, he could take everything in his hands. He's kind of more of a hey guys, let's think about this. Let's be, you know, let's maybe we shouldn't do this maybe this is bad but at the same time you got to do what you got to do and i think that was that was always something in smallville he always had that debate of like oh do i kill this person and it's like everyone's like yes kill him like you have to or the world's gonna end you know so he's always been faced with these decisions um superman as the fact that he you know has to make that choice because of his power he's got the power to do all this stuff but he he has literally the most like tough decisions to make in the world because he has the power to do all these things and the power to change all this stuff but he has to make the decision whether or not to act so that was always really really interesting to me and that's why i liked about what man of steel established was his character and his emotions and what he was going through when he came to earth and what he's you know how he's been growing up so then when they kind of just trash that in batman versus superman and justice league 
and they throw in the death of Superman, they throw in Doomsday, they throw in Darkseid, they throw in Lex, they throw in the Justice League. You could make the death of Superman a freaking trilogy. You literally could. You have Man of Steel, you have the second movie where they're fighting, and then you have the third movie where he comes back as the it's like the return, you know, where it's like all, all the Superman kind of thing. And you really could do – you could even have a fourth movie, A Man of Tomorrow. And, you know, it's – there's just so much potential for this character. And I don't think WB has any idea what they're doing. I think they're like, oh, yeah, let's throw in this. Oh, yeah, let's throw in that. Oh, okay, what about that comic? Yeah, well, that's a pretty big comic. I don't know if we should – yeah, just throw it in the end. Just throw – well, Doomsday, really? You want to? Th- yeah, just put in the last like forty minutes of Batman vs Superman. It'll really make it a, an uh, epic masterpiece if you do that. Oh well, don't you think that people might feel like it? They're kind of getting gypped because they only get like thirty or forty minutes of Doomsday, and then they then Superman dies, even though he was barely in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. You, you see what I'm saying? You can kind of see where these conversations are going at WB. The whole thing with the Supergirl, I'm totally fine with Supergirl. Bring in Supergirl for sure. But you've also got a CW universe, a TV universe that has a Supergirl and a Superman that's essentially just being used, you know, to fight other people and make other people look good because they're like, oh, well, they beat Superman, so they must be powerful, you know. So Superman is not being treated the best by WB right now, and it really is. It's really sad because you know I I think that he's got the most potential. Of all the superheroes, you know, you, you've got so many powers with this guy, and you've used, like, barely any of them in these movies. You've you've written him, like, first you write him as, like, kind of a dark, brooding guy. The first movie, Man of Steel, to me, it makes sense that his path would lead to that. It really makes sense that Man of Steel would, would have that, that arc and that trajectory because, you know, he... he he starts out as a kid and he's learning and he's 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 growing up and he's having all these experiences and it's, it's an origin story it's great you know but then batman v superman you don't have that movie come out as his sequel you have you know what i mean like imagine if instead of having iron man 2 and thor you know and and the incredible hulk and all those movies as standalones you had iron man and then the next movie was iron man versus captain america you're like, wait, what? We haven't even met Captain America yet. And then, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, Civil War is an amazing movie. Everyone loves it, you know? And, well, not everyone, I guess, but a lot of people really like Civil War. And think about why that works. Because before that movie, you gave Iron Man three movies, you gave Captain America two movies, you've had an Avengers movie. You know what I mean? These characters are established in this universe. And. I don't. I never even grew up with Marvel. I grew up with DC, like everybody else. I mean, no, I don't. No one I know was like, oh, I never read Superman. I always read Iron Man. You know, no one I know read Iron Man. You know, I was just, it was just one of those things when I when it came out. It was two thousand eight. It was my uh, my senior year of high school, and uh, <laughs> I just remember loving that movie for just how it was. Like, I I didn't know anything about the character. I just remember it was funny. It was really well put together and. They were starting to establish this, like, slightly establish this other world that they were building, you know, which was the first time that really had been happening. And WB seems to feel like, you know, having Wonder Woman, Batman, uh, the origin of the of the Justice League, Lex Luthor, Doomsday, you know, the death of Superman, all this stuff in one movie, one movie. And Superman literally got less lines. He got, I think it was 42 lines. In uh, Batman versus Superman, 
and Spider-Man in Civil War, Captain America Civil War. All right, look, Spider-Man, Not this isn't even his movie, right? He got more lines, Spider-Man did, in Captain America Civil War. And, and, and he, this is the first time you meet him, right? This is the first time you've ever met Spider-Man. He got more lines in that movie than Superman got in Batman versus Superman. You see what I'm saying? This is just, it doesn't make sense. It's stupid. Even the ultimate cut. I really like the ultimate cut of Batman vs. Superman. I can watch that all day long. But there are still problems with it. I still admit that. But it still kept that aesthetic. It still kept the look, the tone. Uh, you gave me a little more of Superman. Especially the beginning. The whole Africa scene at the beginning was was a lot better, I think, with uh, with the additional scenes. You know, so Batman vs. Superman seemed like a very reactionary move after Man of Steel. They're like, oh, you, why'd you destroy everything? Why'd you destroy all the buildings? Blah, blah, blah. And, oh, I, I want to see all, I want to see this universe expand and blah, blah, blah. So then all of a sudden in this new movie, you're like, okay, well, let's throw it all, all in this one movie. You know, let's throw in the, all these origin stories. And you do a bat, you do Man of Steel. Then you do the Batman. Then you do Wonder Woman. Then maybe at that point, then you do Batman versus Superman. Then you start slowly you know, bringing in Flash and Aquaman and Cyborg. And in these movies, you kind of slowly introduce people like Lex Luthor and all this stuff. Then you save stuff like Doomsday and Brainiac and, you know, these big major characters. I mean, because, like, Superman's got some of the best uh, villains, like Darkseid and Steppenwolf. No, just kidding. Um, You know, Darkseid and, you know, obviously Lex, you know. And, And I feel like so far... We've gotten great teases of Darkseid, but nothing about Darkseid. You know, I mean, obviously Steppenwolf, but I don't really consider him part of Darkseid. Um, you've got Darkseid. You've got you've they've already shown us Lex, who uh, you know, who's pretty much the Riddler in Batman versus Superman. And uh, then you you also introduce Suicide Squad, which is like why? Like get get your main characters solidified. You know what I mean? Like, like I said, going back to Marvel, you know, you you have this first phase where you have Iron Man, you have Captain America, you have Thor, you have you give them their origin stories, and then you team them up. You don't just throw them all in one movie as Superman's sequel and turn that into some like fast track to the Justice League. Because see what happened? <laughs> you know, it's like it was their it was their least profitable movie of all the DC movies so far, and. I just think they need to go back to look at go back to the drawing board, look at what you had in Man of Steel, what worked, what didn't, and go back to that look and that style. I think that is what's missing right now because you go to Justice League and you got the Danny Elfman score and you got the weird resh- you know all the weird reshoots and weird like shots that that just don't feel right and you got the like the scene with uh, with Martha and Lois in the planet just doesn't feel it feels like it's from like a soap opera it doesn't feel like it's yeah, or a romantic, or more like a romantic comedy or something. It doesn't feel like it's from a Superman movie or a or a Justice League movie at all. It's just it's this movie felt to me like a TV movie. It felt like it was, you know, it was a movie that should have been maybe an animation, which they've done a lot of those. Um, but this is our first live action, first ever live action Justice League, and it was complete garbage. And I mean, I, I guess the way to look at it is, well, now that's out of the way, we can hopefully get a better. Justice League in like 10 years when they've established more characters and stuff. But I definitely can't really see myself giving uh, 
WB the benefit of the doubt and that they're going to fix all this. I hope they do. I really do. I mean, they have to know. They have to look at the outcry. They have to see what's going on and stop making – the problem is they're making all these reactionary choices movie by movie. The problem is that's making an inconsistent you know, franchise that they're creating. So they got one movie that's dark, one movie that's kind of like a convoluted mess but not really fully – you know, like a, it's like an origin story for this character, but not for this character and kind of for this character. And it's like, but what, what, <laughs> you know, Iron Man two did a, did a good job. As much as I'm not a big fan of Iron Man two, I think it's the weakest of the Iron Man's you establish, uh, Scarlett Johansson's black widow in that so well, you know, it's like, she's that you kind of forget that was her origin story. And so you can do that. You can for sure do that. Batman versus Superman would have been fine if all you did was introduce maybe Wonder Woman or maybe Lex, and that's it. You know what I mean? You got to take out a couple of those elements. You got to you got to remove from that equation to make that movie work a little better. All right, so let's kind of look and see how how all this um, transpired. What what went down on Wednesday? What's going on? What the updates are? All that stuff. Uh, you know, Danny Garcia who is Cavill's agent, posted, be peaceful, the cape is still in his closet, uh, You know, be prepared for a WB statement later. So you're like, okay, well, that sounds like we'll maybe get some kind of answer, right? Now the official statement from WB comes out, and this is what it says, okay? While no decisions have been made regarding any upcoming Superman films, we've always had great respect for and a great relationship with Henry Cavill, and that remains unchanged. All it seems like to me is that they're not focused on Superman. They have literally no no desire to do Man of Steel 2. And they're not denying that Cavill's out, you know? I mean, the the approach that, that they seem to be taking with it is uh, let's develop all these other side characters and then we'll reboot eventually with a new Batman and a new Superman – they just i don't think they know what they're doing they don't seem like they have any idea what they're doing and that like that doesn't mean that they can't make a movie i mean they've they've made great movies you know it's they just don't seem to have a plan they don't have any kind of direction for this you know and that's what's really unfortunate because i feel like it's it's taking that star wars sequel trilogy problem which is let's just make movies you know, let's just give a director a movie and let's just let them do their vision with this franchise and boom. But the problem is they don't think about the the through line. They don't think about that continuity that they need to keep keep going and keep make sure that it stays, you know, continuous and actually uh, works out. You know, so needless to say, I'm really hoping Henry Cavill stays, you know, as the Man of Steel because this guy is just so good. He totally exemplifies Superman. When I look at him, you know, you think of Superman. He's also been rumored to do Bond because he was the runner-up for Bond um, from Daniel Craig. So he could be Bond, which is fine. But Bond is not – Bond was not my my hero growing up. It was Superman. And, and Henry Cavill is such a good actor. I would just love to see him – I mean I'd love to see him do all this stuff. But like ima- – because imagine if he's playing Superman and then he's also playing Bond. Like that's pretty awesome. <laughs> that's pretty cool. And I think he can do it. And I think if WB just makes movies for him, he's all about it. He's so into it. He's super nerdy. He's super, like, into the character. And he understands the character. And he's just, you know, he's a big fan. I don't want to go see 40 other movies that aren't about Superman or Batman before I have to see another Superman or Batman movie or a Justice League movie. You know, like, 
you, they have to know that those are their big properties and you can't just ignore that. You can't just say, ah, well, we have a lot of other stuff in this toy box. Let's just go ahead and play with all these other DC characters. Like, yeah, but you you do that within the world that's built around Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman. You know, you don't you don't just like build around the smaller characters. You, you know what I mean? It's like it's like Marvel building around just Guardians or or just the people in Thor Ragnarok, you know, just the the Asgardians or something. It's just like you've got those elements in there, and they all mesh together, and they all be featured in other movies, and it's really, really good in that sense. But with DC, you're like, well, let's just give them all their own origin stories of these characters that nobody knows, and then we'll 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 get there, you know, eventually. And I like I like that play, and I like the idea of taking it slow. But I don't like the idea of, you know, giving me Supergirl when I don't have a Superman and giving me a Batgirl when I don't have a Batman. I, and then uh, one other thing I, I wanted to mention was, uh, you know, Henry Cavill's post on Instagram was another cryptic, mysterious uh, post that, you know, where he just looks – he basically looks really sad. If you just go to, his, go to his Instagram and check it out, Henry Cavill, he looks really solemn, really just serious. And he slowly brings up, you know, a Superman doll – He's got a Kryptonian lifting shirt on, and he and he slowly raises the doll up and then brings it down. And he says, uh, you know, in the caption, uh, today was exciting, hashtag Superman. So that really – it almost makes you feel like it's either public negotiations going on or it is – you know, it's him showing his dis- displeasure for the fact that they're not giving him a movie. And he's been wanting – he's just sitting there. He's just sitting on the sidelines like – Hey, I'm your like I'm your Michael Jordan. Why am I on the bench all this? Like, why am I on the bench? You know, what's what's what is this? So I I don't blame him at all. You know, he's he's him and his agents. They're you know obviously he signed for The Witcher, and uh, he's had all the success with Fallout, Mission Impossible, Fallout. And I just feel like Henry Cavill is deserving of a lot more than what he's getting over there at WB. And you know, it's it's funny because they've still never made an official announcement about Ben Affleck. You know, so the same thing I think is happening with Henry Cavill, where you know the the, the studio doesn't want to distract people. Oh, go no, go see you know, go see Aquaman and Wonder Woman, and Shazam. Forget, don't don't think about don't think about the other guys. Like, but how are we not going to think about the other guys? They're like the captains. They're the they're the big stars. Like, you know, you either reboot with completely new people, just start over. Or you fix what you've done. I mean, because like we're think about it. We're we're not going to look back if this franchise ends up becoming just as good as the you know the Avengers and like if we can get a a Justice League that has the vibe of Infinity War, then we're on the right track. We're going in the right direction. And I think, you know, I I don't think they are going in that direction, which is sad. I have no idea what they're doing right now, but I think that's the direction to go. You know, the only way that we're going to be able to get this franchise back on track because i i do i feel like if 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 in like five six years we've gotten a bunch more films it's all built up and then we've got a great great team-up movie then yeah it's fine if justice league one was a disaster like no one's gonna be like oh well this is ruined because of the batman v superman and justice league they can get over this hump but they have to start making the right decisions you know it's like with marvel they've got all these people and you wouldn't think oh well you just initially wouldn't think that this would work the whole you know universe thing 
And then with DC, you see that, and you're like, oh, well, they've got the best characters, and look what Marvel's doing. Let's just do that. Let's copy that. But the problem is it, it almost seems like each of those characters is so iconic in themselves to where you can't just squeeze them into one movie. You know what I mean? You just can't. You've got to give each of those characters their their own individual stories for a while before they team up. And that was the problem was they, they all met like right at right away, you know, like Wonder Woman's been hiding for all this time, you know, and Superman just now is kind of becoming Superman and Batman's been old and, you know, he's lost Robin and he's dealt with a lot of, you know, wind up penguins and all, all this stuff. So, you, you know, it's they've, but they, we don't know that we haven't seen that. We haven't like, as an audience, we don't we we can't like relate to that and see. I mean, obviously we have Man of Steel, and that's why I think in Batman vs Superman you can kind of be attached to Clark just because of his last movie. But that was that was it. All right, so thanks guys for listening. Uh, just check me out at Music Man on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that stuff. Uh, connect with me. Let's talk about movies. Let's cry about this whole situation <laughs> with Henry Cavill as Superman and all that. So. Uh, I definitely enjoy doing this and uh, definitely check out some of the Collider content. They talk a lot about this this week. So uh, if you're, you're wanting to hear more about it, uh, go check out, you know, Collider video. And uh, oh, also one more thing. Speaking of Collider video, I won the Avengers Blu-ray uh, from Collider Live, the Collider Live contest. So um really excited about that. So thank you guys so much, uh, Collider, for that. Really appreciate it. It's so cool. It's Definitely the best movie of the year, next to maybe Mission Impossible Fallout. Those are my my two favorites um, in terms of big, you know, action sci-fi kind of movies. So yes, thank you guys so much for that, and thank you guys for listening. I really appreciate it. And I'm Adam, your friendly neighborhood music man. Have a good one.